When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Tuesday. Hope all of your New Year's are off to a good start. This is the San Francisco 49ers Report. We are live on Chat Sports. I'm Chase Sr. And no matter where you are, how you're tuned in, we appreciate all of you for making today's show a part of your day. A lot to touch on, a lot to dissect, and a lot to get into going into the regular season finale against the Los Angeles Rams. So coming up on today's show... 49ers playoff path. What is it going to take for San Francisco to get to the Super Bowl? We'll take a look at the possible opponents that the Niners are going to have to face if they want to get to Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58. We have some wild Niners stats to take a look at because this San Francisco offense made history and the 49ers 2024 schedule. We don't know when these games will be played, but we do know who San Francisco will play. We'll unveil that for you coming up here in just a little while. Be sure to get those questions in as well. Use the hashtag 49ers or send in a super chat. Therefore, you can be a part of the show. Like our guy Don Jam, who just sent in a $2 super chat. Shout out to DJ. Our super chat menu for today. All super chats will get a shout out. $10. We want to start to add some gold stickers to the Toby Willis helmet right here. $20 gets you two helmet stickers. You can either put your own initials twice, or you can give it to somebody else, a family member, somebody else watching who doesn't donate. Get creative with it. And if somebody sends in a $50 super chat, we'll do a helmet beer bong out of the Toby Willis helmet. Here is that super chat from Don Jam, and it's referring to our poll question right now, which is this. Which team worries you the most in the playoffs? Cowboys, Lions, Rams, Eagles. Guess which team is leading the charge? The Rams, and it doesn't surprise me, at 38%. Lions, 34%. Eagles, 17%. Cowboys, 12%. Be sure to get those votes in right now. That poll is in the chat. Next up, where are you watching from? Now let's start to give you some shout-outs here. Christian Burton, Mike Concho, Brandog, Braden, Chris, Anthony, Al, all a part of the recent Commenter Club. By the way, Christian Burton still didn't get a package from you, but we'll continue to keep an eye out. As I mentioned to you, we live in a pretty big office building here, so sometimes it takes a little while to get to us. Edwin is in Baltimore. Al is in New York. Ernesto Tucson, North Carolina from our guy Christian. St. Joseph, Missouri from Dustin, Jeffrey Mercer, Austin, Texas, Paquita is in Tennessee, Roanoke from Cool Dude, DK, Louisville, Kentucky, Alicia, Arizona, Niner Babe saying Happy New Year, Happy New Year to everybody watching. We have a couple of sponsors we want to give quick shout-outs to because they're making our live show on this fine Tuesday possible. The first one is Factor Meals. Get 50% off when you use the code NINERSCHAT50. With the new year here, 
get on top of your nutrition and start to eat healthy. My running streak, we're getting to 300 days again, and I'm going to break my previous running streak of 300 days. I just surpassed 228 on Friday, and I need to be able to put quality food into my body. I'm able to do that with Factor, fresh, never frozen meals, and you can choose from 35 plus meals. And all these meals, pre-made, they are prepped and cooked to perfection. All you have to do is take care of business, and taking care of business is easy with Factor. You heat them up, and you enjoy those meals. So make sure you sign up. You get 50% off factormeals.com slash Niners chat 50. Get started on your resolutions with Factor so you're ready for the new year. Our other sponsor, Prize Picks. $100 deposit match, prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Largest independently run daily fantasy sports app in North America. And it's easy and exciting daily fantasy that allows you to win real money. And like producer Chip and I, you can win up to 25 times your money with Factor. Uh, with Prize Picks, excuse me. PrizePicks.com slash CLNS. You get a $100 deposit match there. And with Factor, you get 50% off. We'll put all of these links in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. And how about Jeannie Wyatt? Oh! Sending in a $50 super chat. Faithful ladies, please put Gina G on the helmet. Let's go Niners. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Happy New Year all. 42-14 Rams. So you're picking the Rams to win this Week 18 game, Jeannie. Is that because San Francisco is not going to be playing many of their starters, at least for an extended period of time? Maybe. What's very, very interesting is that Debo Samuel said on the Kay Adams show that the starters are going to get some pretty good run. So Jeannie, that's a $50 super chat right there. We're going to put your initials on a gold sticker to go on the Toby Willis helmet. Sam Brown isn't going to get a gold sticker, but he has something to say. Uh, $20 Super Chat. Yeah. Oh, we're good. And then uh, Gina G is also going to get a gold sticker on the Toby Willis helmet as well. So let's go J-Dub for Genie, and let's go G-G for Gina G. And we will do that chug in a little while there, Jeannie. Haven't forgotten about it. We're going to do this bong out of the Toby Willis helmet. And if you want to get on here, $10 gets you a sticker. We're going to start to decorate this with some gold stickers for the red and gold. 200 people watching live. We want to hear from you. Use the hashtag 49ers or send in a super chat. You could be a part of our mailbag. That is hashtag 49ers. Or send in a super chat, and you can get featured on the show. Get those in now. Get them in early. Super chats, skip to the front of the line. So get those questions in. Show's about to get started here. So make sure you use hashtag 49ers if you have a question. Makes it easier for me. Using that hashtag. Oh, so Genie didn't mean 49ers winning over the Rams. Okay, all right. Nice, nice, nice. All right, if you're ready to start the show, make sure you hit that thumbs up icon and you like the video. 
170 people watching live. Let's get that number up. The more likes that we get, more people who will find the stream. And as always, the more fun that we will have. We're already up to $52 in Super Chats because Jeannie Wyatt, J-Dub, Goldmine Hall of Fame member, sent in the 50 and we'll drink out of the Toby Willis helmet coming up here in just a little while. Going to be a little bit of a shorter live. Only two segments to get to because earlier today did talk about the latest Niners injury news on Christian McCaffrey as well as Ambry Thomas. So go check that video out. It is scorching hot right now on the channel. Continue to like the video. Let's get the 100 likes, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that piece. Smash that thumbs up icon. And with that, let's start the official show live on the San Francisco 49ers Report. This is the San Francisco 49ers Report by Chat Sports. I'm Chase Sr. Appreciate all of you for rocking here with us. Coming up on today's show, going to take a look at the 49ers playoff path. Yes, the Niners already clinched the NFC West multiple weeks ago. They are playoff bound. And with that win against the Washington Commanders, they locked up the number one seed and home field advantage in the NFC. But specifically on today's show, a look at what San Francisco might have to do and the opponents they might have to face, depending on the circumstances and what transpires in the playoffs to get back to the Super Bowl, this time Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. Let's set the foundation first by looking at the NFC playoff picture. We're 17 weeks through the regular season. One week remaining, and the 49ers being in that number one spot is not going to change. Home field advantage will go through Levi Stadium. If the Dallas Cowboys beat the Washington Commanders, they already beat the Lions last week. The Cowboys will win the NFC East, and they will get that number two seed. If they lose and the Eagles win, the Eagles go up to the number two seed, and they win the NFC East. The Detroit Lions officiating nightmare at the end of that game against the Cowboys on Saturday and what otherwise was a fantastic matchup won the NFC North. They're in that third spot at 11-5 going into the final week. We're not sure who is going to win the NFC South. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers got dominated by the New Orleans Saints, so there's a couple of different things that have to happen. The Buccaneers are the most likely team to get that four seed, but the Saints and the Falcons are still alive. And then those three wild card teams, it comes down to seeding between the Rams and the Green Bay Packers, and that's why this Week 18 game between the Rams and the Niners means a lot more for Los Angeles as compared to San Francisco, which has nothing to play for. The Rams trying to lock in that six seed, and we can see Matthew Stafford on the road in Detroit, going back to the Lions organization he spent so many years with before he was dealt to the Rams where he won that Super Bowl. And then the Green Bay Packers with the win over the Minnesota Vikings in primetime on New Year's Eve, currently holding that seven position at an even eight and eight. Other teams in the hunt, Seattle, they were in the driver's seat to get one of the wild card spots because they beat the Titans two weeks ago. And then they lost to Mason Rudolph and the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Saints still alive. And then you see the Minnesota Vikings and the Atlanta Falcons. They could be sub 500, but still get into the playoffs. So if everything holds as such, as we just broke down, the Niners have that bye week. We will see Cowboys-Packers in the 2-7 matchup. We'll see Lions-Rams in the 3-6 game. And then the 4-5, it's the surging Buccaneers up until they lost last week 
against the Philadelphia Eagles team where everything has gone poorly since they got dump trucked by the Niners. They've lost four of five, and the vibes are bad in Philadelphia. So those would be the matchups in the first round if everything were to hold. But we know in the NFL things go crazy and things can change in a blink. Regardless of what happens, I think with the Niners getting the number one seed, home field advantage, and when you consider the level of coaching with the San Francisco organization, as well as the talent on this roster, and how the 49ers have played at their peak when they've looked really good, this schedule and this playoff format and this playoff path for the Niners sets up nicely for San Francisco. If they don't make it to the Super Bowl, in Las Vegas, it'll go down as an epic choke job and a huge missed opportunity considering that the window every single year is starting to close for this core group. And you look at the other teams that the Niners might have to take on. They already beat the Dallas Cowboys 42-10, and the Niners' offense was unstoppable in that matchup. I think the game would be closer. There's a lot of playoff history between these two organizations going back decades and decades, but also they've met in the playoffs the last two years. But San Francisco mentally has the advantage over Dallas in this year. Beat the Cowboys 42-10. to If the 49ers at some point have to play the Seattle Seahawks, they swept them last year and beat them three times. And this year, both of the games against the Seahawks have not been close. And I love how the Niners match up favorably against the Seahawks team, which also doesn't have a top-tier quarterback. And then you look at the Philadelphia Eagles. Their secondary and their defense has been historically bad. And since week 13, when they played the 49ers, they've basically been last or second to last in every major statistical category on the defensive side of the ball. So their biggest weakness is defense. The Niners' biggest strength in their calling card is offense with all of these weapons, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayu, George Kittle, Trent Williams, Kyle Juszczyk, going up against an Eagles team, which earlier this year could not stop the Niners at all. And Philadelphia secondary is horrid, and that's not changing. So the Niners would only lose that game if they had a turnover performance where they were minus five in that department like they were against the Baltimore Ravens. But the Niners this year match up favorably against Philadelphia as well. The Detroit Lions, good football team, a pretty incredible story with what they've been able to do this year, winning the division for the first time in franchise history. But can you imagine a scenario in which Jared Goff goes on the road to win a critical playoff game in the second or third round of the playoffs. I don't see it happening. And the Lions defense, like the Eagles defense, can be had. And they're susceptible to giving up a lot of yards, giving up a lot of explosive plays, and points. So I like the matchup there for the Niners as well. San Francisco is the much more talented team than the Los Angeles Rams. But we're live right now. And I agree with the people. Our poll question, which team worries you the most in the playoffs? Cowboys, Lions, Rams, Eagles. 37% of the votes going with the Rams. 32% with the Lions. 16% both with the Cowboys and Philadelphia. So the fans feel like I do. That the Rams are a dangerous team. Sean McVay, all the pre-snap motion can really confuse a lot of defenses. Matthew Stafford has elevated his teammates. Puka Nakua, historic rookie year. Cooper Cup still really good. Tyler Higby very good. And previously, the Rams had not been able to run the football. This year, though, they have a well-balanced offense, which I think makes them a little bit more dangerous because Kyron Williams, also a really good player. This week, 
is not the week to say the 49ers are either better or worse than the Rams. It's not a measuring stick game against Los Angeles because the Niners are not going to play their starters for an extended period of time, I don't believe, because they don't have anything to play for. They already clinched the number one seed in the NFC. And when you go back and look at when the Niners beat the Rams earlier this year at Levi Stadium South, otherwise known as SoFi Stadium, 30-23, to Niners played good in that game, but the Rams have now won 6 of 7, and they're a much better and different team now as compared to then. And then if the Green Bay Packers get in, Jordan Love is talented, has a lot of arm talent. I do like the Packers' receivers. San Francisco has also owned Green Bay in the playoffs of late. Their defense is young. Their defense gives up a lot of points, and they have all year. And a lot of people don't like their defensive coordinator in Joel Barry. And I think that the 49ers would be able to take advantage of their youth and really confuse them with their scheme. So I don't really worry about the Packers either. What's crazy, going back to the Rams, is that because of familiarity, the Rams might be the team in the playoffs that the Niners want to avoid. And there's a scenario where if the Rams beat the Lions in the first round in the 6-3 matchup, it could be Rams-Niners in the divisional round with San Francisco coming off the bye. So which team worries you the most in the NFC? I read out the results for our poll question. Now we want to hear from you down in the comments section. List me a team name down below right now. Our show today is sponsored by Prize Picks. Get a $100 deposit match at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. You can win up to 25 times your money this football season. And make sure you tail producer Chip and I as we release all of our picks during our watch parties in which Prize Picks is the sponsor because we've been on a heater all year and we've provided a lot of winners. We went four of six during Sunday's game on New Year's Eve against the Commanders. Brandon Ayuk, Brock Purdy, more than 49.5 receiving yards and 224.5 passing yards. Chase Young did not get a sack. Christian McCaffrey got hurt, so he did not get his touchdown. But Terry McLaurin, more than 39.5 receiving yards. And Brian Robinson, more than 56.5 total yards. So sign up today. It makes game days a lot more fun. You can trust prize picks as well because this is the largest independently run daily fantasy sports app in North America. Let's continue our guide and our look at the Niners' playoff path here and really break down and help lay the foundation to allow you to understand what could transpire here. The 49ers will play the lowest remaining seed in the second round of the playoffs. So if the Packers win or that seven seed wins, they play the seven seed. If the Rams end up winning and the lower seed does not win, you get the Rams. If the Eagles end up winning over the Buccaneers, you get the Eagles in that scenario. The lowest remaining seed is the team that the Philadelphia Eagles or that the San Francisco 49ers will play. And I don't worry about a team like the Eagles, I should say. I don't really worry about a team like the Packers. I do worry a little bit about a team like the Los Angeles Rams. The Cowboys are going to be able to clinch the NFC East with the win over Washington. It does not matter what the Eagles do in their Week 18 game against the New York Giants. So right now, I would predict that the Cowboys are going to be in that two spot, meaning that the 49ers would not have to play the Dallas Cowboys until the NFC Championship game if the Cowboys were able to win their first two home matchups, and they have not lost at home all this year. They are 8-0. If a team upsets Dallas or Philly as the seventh seed, 
San Francisco would host the seventh seed. If the Rams upset the Lions, the Niners would host the Rams in the divisional round. And that would be a fascinating matchup. Kyle Shanahan has owned Sean McVay in the regular season and really throughout their entire coaching careers, except for the 2021 NFC Championship game. And we know what happened there. Still, though, no excuse to lose that game against the Rams. If the Eagles beat the NFC South winner, we could get an Eagles-Niners rematch in the second round. And that would move mountains, but again, as I noted a little bit earlier, I like how San Francisco matches up against Philadelphia because that defense is so bad and that team as a whole has been playing poorly. What it comes down to for the Niners, gotta take care of business. If the 49ers play up to their standard and they play clean football, and they play to their potential and to their ability, they are going to win the NFC. There is not a team in this conference on the Niners' best day that is going to be able to beat the San Francisco 49ers when they're playing their best football. And I want to see a Niners-Ravens rematch in the Super Bowl because I do believe that San Francisco could come back and they could beat the Ravens because if you look at some of the numbers, I thought San Francisco actually had some bright spots against that number one rated Ravens defense. But of course, they pose a lot of challenges with that defense and Lamar Jackson being so dangerous. If you are ready, everybody watching right now, for a Niners Super Bowl run, I want you to type ring down below in the comment section. It's the quest for six for San Francisco. Type ring in the comment section. Oh! Hamster, 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 $100 Super Chat, San Francisco! type ham in the comment section right now we're giving ham a gold sticker to go on the toby willis helmet some people were like does he even care did he not see it i couldn't react to it during the segment because that segment's going to go out a little bit later and for those people who see it who aren't watching live they'd be like what the heck is going on but ham that's awesome man ham keep spamming those hams baby thank you ham Ham, 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 Shane Kirshner, $10 super chat. By the way, Ham, a member of the Gold Mine Hall of Fame. Shane Kirshner getting the gold sticker. We'll put an SK on the Toby Willis helmet. What up, Chase? Happy New Year, everyone. Hope you had a great experience at the game, Mr. John Wallace. Is John Wallace in the chat right now? Shane, he went to the game. He brought his grandson. He sent us a lot of pictures, and we flashed those on the broadcast on Sunday. He said it was an amazing time. So thank you so much for giving us the tickets so that we could give them away to a man and John Wallace and his grandson. He was able to have a formidable experience, hopefully a great experience, and they certainly deserved it with all the support that John has been able to show the show. All right, let's chop it up. Segment number two coming your way. Use the hashtag 49ers or send in a super chat. Jeannie, we did not forget about the Toby Willis helmet bong. We will do that here in a little while. That's coming up here in a bit. Had to... Get the foam to die down a little bit in the beer. 
but we'll drink the Freedom Funnel out of the Toby Willis helmet for the $50 Super Chat that came in a little bit earlier. We can show the Super Chat menu one more time here because we want to get as many gold stickers on this Toby Willis helmet, Toby Willis helmet as possible. $10, you get some initials on there. You get a gold sticker to go on the Toby Willis helmet. $20 gets you two helmet stickers. You can put your own initials on there twice if you're selfish or donate it to somebody else. I'm kidding, but you get the point. And then a $50 super chat, we'll do a helmet beer bong. We're gonna do that for Jeannie Wyatt coming up here in just a bit. Cool Dude234, can I get a shout out? I have never got one in a video. Cool Dude234, thanks for watching the show. You're what we call a real one. So that's our Super Chat menu right there. We're up to 161. Thanks for supporting the show. And segment number two about to get underway here on the Niners Report. Ready to rock? All right. Let's do it. Another loaded show coming your way on today's San Francisco 49ers Report. Here's what we have cooking up. What a season for the San Francisco 49ers offensively. We have some crazy numbers that we're about to break down as evidenced by the graphic at the bottom of the screen. Also coming up, the opponents for the Niners in 2024 have been released. We don't know when these games will be played, but we do know who the 49ers will play. So we'll do an all-too-early look at next year because this Week 18 game for San Francisco really doesn't mean all that much. Then on the back end, we're taking some questions from our loyal subscribers. Let's begin with the graphic at the bottom of the screen here. What a season for this offense. The 49ers, the first team in NFL history with the running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end to each have 1,000-plus scrimmage yards in the same season. We know what Christian McCaffrey's been able to do. In fact, we know that he's gone above and beyond that 1,000-yard mark. This year, more than 2,000 all-purpose yards for run CMC, and this goes down as just a special season for number 23. 272 carries, most in the NFL. 1,459 rushing yards, most in the NFL. What makes him so dangerous, though, his ability to impact the pass game. And what a weapon he is coming out of the backfield or out of the slot. 67 catches for a running back is crazy. 564 yards and 21 total touchdowns. Those 21 total touchdowns tied with Raheem Mostert, former Niner, had a great 2019 season for the most for a non-quarterback in the NFL this year. And with what McCaffrey was able to do, Number one, it goes down as arguably the best in-season trade of all time, a second, third, fourth, and a fifth for a player whose fingerprints have been so much on the success of this Niners offense. Number two, that is one of the best running back seasons that we will ever see. It's a pass-happy NFL nowadays. Teams don't value running backs. And when you think about the talent level and the skill set of McCaffrey, his dad, who played under Mike Shanahan and those great Denver Broncos teams alongside John Elway, McCaffrey's talked about this, that his dad really groomed him from the start to be an NFL player. And you can see it in his preparation. You can see it in his body of work, what he's been able to accomplish with the Panthers, now with the Niners, his longevity, considering the usage, but also the little details. He's a great pass blocker. He's a great runner in between the tackles outside to the edge. 
He reads things when they happen. Really good wide receiver with great hands. He can track the ball in the air. He has great footwork. If you were to put a player in a lab, it's almost like Christian McCaffrey has been put in a lab. And his hard work certainly paying off this year. And he's also a friend of the show as we interviewed him last year during the Super Bowl week. And then to the wide receiver position. What a unique wide receiver duo that the Niners have. And both of these players, more than 1,000 yards from scrimmage. Brandon Ayuk, a career year. I just don't see how you can't re-sign him. 101 targets, 72 catches, 1,300 plus yards. It's a new career high for him. 18 yards per catch. Leads the NFL, and he has seven touchdowns to go alongside that. Next year will be the final year of his rookie contract as the Niners exercise his fifth-year option. And with how he played this year, last year, and really how he's been able to progress every year in his NFL career, all four years of them, I think that he's in line for more than $20 million. And the Niners are going to have to make it work because you want to pair up a wide receiver like this who's a complete wide receiver with Brock Purdy. And then you have Debo Samuel, who did miss a couple of games. At moments, though, with his speed, athleticism, his physicality, he's looked like the specimen. He's looked like the player that was a first-team All-Pro back in 2021. And even in a down year for Debo, still to have more than 1,000 all-purpose yards is really impressive. 87 catches, or 87 targets, excuse me, with 58 catches, 15 yards per catch, continues to be maybe the most unique weapon, picking up yards after the catch in the NFL, and seven touchdowns there. But with Debo, he's so unique, he's so one-of-one, one, where he's also a running back. And he'll run right through you, run over you at 6 feet, 215 pounds. And the reason he was able to get past 1,000 yards from scrimmage is his ability, once again, on the ground. 36 carries, 214 yards, nearly 6 yards per carry, and 5 touchdowns. We're not going to see a lot of players like Christian McCaffrey over the course of NFL history, like Debo Samuel. And then you have another one in George Kittle who's also a rare breed. And I think that he's back to being the best tight end in football. Travis Kelsey has been bad this year. Maybe it's the Taylor Swift curse, but also his play has declined because athletically he hasn't looked like the same player. And a lot of people have said in recent years that George Kittle's play was declining. He answered the critics in a big way this year. And he had one of the finest seasons of his career with one game to go. 90 targets. 65 catches, more than 1,000 yards, continued his aerial camaraderie with Brock Purdy, and he also had six touchdowns this year. And for Kittle, injuries have impacted him a little bit throughout his career, but when you look at his numbers this year, statistically, this is George Kittle's best year receiving the football since 2019. And it's the first year he has more than 1,000 yards receiving since 2019. And that's coming for a player who is 30 years old, and it looks as though maybe he's going to be able to remain in his prime for the foreseeable future. Only three players in Niners history have had three or more seasons, by the way, of 1,000-plus receiving yards with the team. Who are they? All-time Niners. Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, as well as George Kittle. And I threw that statement out there that I think Kittle is the best tight end in the, fo uh, in, the, in the football universe once again. Here are his rankings among all tight ends in the league. Number one in receiving yards. 
number one in yards per catch, number one in yards per route run, and number one in passer rating when targeted. And when you watch him move, he does still look spry, he looks athletic, and he's still a physical force to bring down in the open field. And sometimes the quarterback's best friend is the tight end. So if you think Kittle is the best tight end in the NFL once again, type his jersey number and spam it down below in the comment section. You don't just have to comment once. You can comment as many times as you want. Type those 85s. And we talk about what Kittle's done, what McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk have accomplished this year. That's also with Brock Purdy setting the record for the most passing yards in a single season in franchise history. And he's done it on fewer passing attempts than many of the quarterbacks who are in the top five in passing yards thrown this year. Completed 69% of his passes. I imagine he really wants to get that number up to 70. Maybe he can do that depending on how much or if he plays against the Rams. Got to be safe about that. He's thrown for nearly 4,300 yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 picks. And he sets the record for the most passing yards in a single season in his second year and in his first full season. Next up, the 49ers schedule, as far as the opponents, have been released for 2024. So let's take a look at who the Niners will play at home and on the road next season. Niners home games, they actually get nine of them coming up. Got the divisional opponents in the Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Rams, and the Seattle Seahawks. You should be able to beat all of those teams at least once. The Chicago Bears steadily improving on the back half of the year. We'll see what they do at quarterback and with their draft assets because they have a lot of them. Ryan Poles has done a solid job there. Chicago will make their way to Levi Stadium. The Lions also going to come to Santa Clara. Keep in mind that against the division that the Niners will play, they take on the number one seed in those divisions. So, for instance, the NFC North, you play the number one seed in the NFC East. You'll play the number one uh, team that won the division, Cowboys or Eagles. Same can be said for the Kansas City Chiefs. You have the Patriots and the Jets at home as well. And that right there, nine total home games. We're either going to see a rematch against the Cowboys once again or a rematch against the Philadelphia Eagles. The away games for the Niners, same deal. You're going to be playing the NFC West foes, Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks. Going to go on the road to Lambeau for the first time since that Divisional round matchup in 2021 when the Niners knocked off the top-seeded Green Bay Packers. Minnesota Vikings where the Niners have always historically struggled. Miami Dolphins going up against Mike McDaniel in a rematch of two of the more creative offensive minds in the NFL with McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan. And then another road game against the Buffalo Bills. They will also play the NFC South winner on the road. That could be the Bucks, Saints, or Falcons. So of these games, some tough ones, Packers, Vikings, Dolphins, and Bills. But again, those divisional games should allow you to stack some wins because I think San Francisco, regardless of what happens this offseason, still will be the team to beat in the NFC West. How many games did the Niners win in 2024? The all-too-early look. They've had a couple of really good seasons in recent memory. Three NFC title games over the last four years. Looking to make it four of five here in 2023. We're taking your questions and your super chats on the other side. First, today's 49ers report is sponsored by Factor. Get 50% off using the code NINERSCHAT50. And with Factor, this is what I want you to do. I care about you. Get started on your resolutions with Factor so you're ready for the new year. 
Factors ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals that are delivered straight to your door. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart all of your resolutions. So go to factormeals.com slash NinersChat50. You're getting a look at some of the delicious meals on the screen. You can pick your pre-made meals. They're prepped and cooked to perfection. You heat them up and enjoy them. Make sure you use that promo code NinersChat50 so that Factor knows that Chat Sports sent you. Oh! Mark Smith looking fresh in the profile picture and... Sending in a $50 Super Chat. My Niners will beat anyone in our view. If we stay healthy, then we will plow through everyone for the cup. Mark, I love that confidence. You stay healthy, you play clean football, and you play up to the Niners standard. You're Super Bowl 58 bound. You'll be in Las Vegas, and we will be too. Interviewing players, interviewing coaches, providing you with the best Super Bowl coverage. Hamster! Sending in a $100 Super Chat a little bit earlier. Hello. And the 49ers are not scared of anyone. You look at the outlook of the NFC right now. Not scared of the Cowboys. Not scared of the Lions. Not scared of the Eagles. Not scared of the NFC South winner. Rams? Maybe a little bit. I think that team could pose some matchup problems because of the familiarity between Los Angeles and San Francisco, and that seventh seed. Who's it going to be? Packers? Seahawks? Not worried about them either. So I like that confidence as well as the faithful. They're bringing the heat. Lore, what players do you want to see sit and play on Sunday? Well, Christian McCaffrey is going to be out with that calf strain, and I see why. It's one of those injuries where he said you have to be smart about it. That's why he didn't go, he didn't go back into the game. I think that they should sit a player like Aaron Banks who's been dealing with turf toe. Ambry Thomas will miss the game because he's getting hand surgery after having to wear a cast in week 17 against Washington. If you do have the first stringers play, especially Brock Purdy, it's hard to say that Trent Williams should not play because if he doesn't play and you play Jalen Moore who's been in concussion protocol or he can't play, you don't have a left tackle. And if Brock Purdy gets hit, if he gets injured, you don't want to squander your opportunities to win a Super Bowl this year. So that's a player who's really valuable. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, also very valuable. I think what the Niners are going to do with what Debo Samuel said on Tuesday on the Kay Adams show, the starters are going to play a little bit. And they're going to play to try to not have about a month in between the Washington game and when they get back into action in the second round of the playoffs. Sonny Dub. Do you think that Ward might need a rest? He was hurting a few weeks back. You could use him against Nakua and Cup. I don't want to give anything away against the Rams. And that's partially why I'm in a little bit of a predicament here. Knowing that you could face the Rams in the second round, you don't want to have to play them and empty the clip two times in three weeks. That's why it was important for San Francisco to win against the Commanders, get that number one seed, and then... They got the benefit of the Eagles losing so that they could afford to take this game off and not unveil anything against a Rams team that, again, knows the Niners very well. 
The Rams, on the other hand, they are playing for something. Playoff positioning and seeding positioning in the NFC. They'd rather not go on the road to play the Cowboys in the wild card round. Although I'd love to see it because I think the Rams could pull off the upset. Wet noodle, but with Ward, yeah, look, he's been back since getting hurt. So I think he's fine right now, and it's a tall test to go up against Coop, Cooper Cup and Nakua. Um, Puka Nakua is just having a historical rookie year. But uh, you know, I think he might be a part of the starters that plays a little bit. Could be wrong, though. How bad is CMC's ankle? I didn't watch the game. I was in Disneyland with the family. Wet Noodle, hope you had a great time in Disneyland, ringing in the new year. It is not an ankle injury. It is a calf strain, is what Kyle Shanahan called it. McCaffrey even said it's not a big deal, but he's going to miss Week 18 against the Rams. There's no need to play him. And with those soft tissue muscle types of injuries, why even play him if you can risk re-aggravation because then that could keep you out for an extended period of time. So you rest him, you let Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason get the carries. I'm excited to see what they'll be able to do, and you just get CMC ready for the playoffs. Metal, what players do we know will not be able to return for the playoffs? Uh, I would think George Odom can't return with the biceps. I'd be surprised if Drake Jackson does return because you have Chase Young and Randy Gregory who – are playing in front of him, playing better than he did. And in Gregory's case, he was taking snaps away from Drake Jackson before Jackson went on IR. Um, those are about the only players. Talano Hufanga torn ACL. He's not going to come back. Jair Brown hopefully going to be able to come back. He has a chance to play in Week 18, so that's good. But those are the players who are not going to be able to return this year. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey, Amory Thomas, Aaron Banks, they should all be good by the time the divisional round comes around. Sonny Dub with another one. If we fall short this year, is next year the year we have to win? Have to pay Brock and the team isn't getting any younger. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, the window is closing, and it's not closing fast, but things can change drastically and in a blink in the National Football League. We know that to be true. And we know that the year-over-year -year process in the NFL is crazy. Um... So if you fall short this year, the pressure's on because you're paying big money to Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, hopefully soon Brandon Ayuk, Kyle Juszczyk, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, soon to be Talano Hufanga potentially, Charvarius Mooney Ward, Dre Greenlaw. They might be looking for new deals soon, and you're not going to be able to afford all these players, even though the salary cap's going to continue to increase. Dr. Jaspreet Tahar, good to hear from the doc. He sent in a lot of super chats over time, so we really appreciate you. Is Jair Brown going to be our safety going forward in the playoffs? I hate that our secondary has been injured so much lately. Yes, he's going to be the starting safety. It's going to be him and Deshaun Gibson. And Deshaun Gibson still, I don't believe, has given up a touchdown in coverage this year. What a revelation he's been the last two years playing on one-year deals for like basically the vet men. And him alongside Talano Hufanga, very good safety tandem the last year and a half. Hufanga out for the rest of the year. The good news is with Jair Brown, we haven't called his name all that much. And for a defensive player, that's always a good sign in the secondary. Because if we're calling your name a lot, usually you're getting beat. So for Jair Brown, he's played really, really solid football. Instincts, diagnosing plays, picking passes off, playing in the box, in the slot, hybrid linebacker, deep. I think that Jair Brown, not only going to be the starting safety moving forward in the playoffs, 
He's your future starting safety as that third-round pick that the Niners hit on. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that sub button down below or go to youtube.com slash 49ers TV. And as always, thanks for watching the show.